And good morning to you, Tucson and all of Southern Arizona. Welcome live here out of the Common Workspace Studios. You're listening to Tipping Point with Zach Yenster on AM 1030 KVUI, The Voice, daily in-depth news, conversation, and talk about the people, ideas, and issues shaping Tucson's future. I'm your host, Zach Yenser, uh, and happy Friday uh, to all of our listeners here who uh, listen day in and day out, and uh, even afterwards on the podcast, if you miss anything, it's great to be with you uh, on this uh, Friday and on this special day. Uh, Jim, good to be with you. Thanks for making the magic happen on the other side of the glass. Happy Friday to you and uh, uh, all of our listeners listening. Uh, it's a special uh, uh, 520 day here in the 520. It is a day where we celebrate the, the Tucson region, and uh, it is May 20th, if you didn't know, Friday, May 20th. Uh, I think we've put together, on accident, to be honest, a, a very special 520 day. Uh, I'll share a few uh, words in celebration of that in just a minute. Julie Sass uh, is actually in the green room from the Tucson Museum of Art. We'll talk about uh, their one of their newer exhibits at the Tucson Museum of Art, great local Tucson institution. Uh, we'll talk about the great equalizer, the great unifier in American life. Uh, do not be fooled. Uh, Americans are unified right now. And I'll tell you why, and I'll back that up. Because yes, it sounds crazy. It's hard to believe. But by the data, uh, most Americans are actually on the same page. And I'll tell you uh, what I think is the great equalizer, the great unifier in American life. Uh, Crystal Popov will be with us to close out the show to talk about her new endeavor in downtown Tucson to be an incubator for uh, retail businesses in the downtown area. I'm excited to have that conversation um, as well. But I made a note of this because I didn't want to forget, and I hope these people don't mind uh, the shout-out on the air, but there are two special birthdays today. Friends and partners of the show, friends and partners in Tucson that I wanted to shout-out. And these two people could not be more Tucson, could not be more 520. So they deserve a very rare birthday shout out uh, from me here on the show. Um, Alex Tovar, uh, it is, I don't even know what birthday it is, we'll keep that a secret, but it's your birthday today. Happy birthday, it's 520 day. Uh, uh, of course, uh, Alex uh, Tovar of Why Love, Where I Live, Fame, and many other things, uh, partner of this show, but uh, a native Tucsonan, uh, born and bred, giving back to the community. Uh, he is Mr. 520. And Mr. 5202.0 is Dan Gibson. Dan, if you're listening, uh, happy birthday to you, sir. Uh, Often hosts the show um, uh, and uh, has shifted roles, but for so long was with Visit Tucson. His job was to promote the 520, so it's appropriate his birthday is on the 520, uh, uh, May 20th here. Uh, Alex, Dan, happy birthday to you both. Appreciate you. Keep on doing what you're doing. And uh, we'll see you soon. Enjoy your enjoy your special day. Uh, beyond what we're going to talk about throughout this hour, this drive time hour of Tipping Point on 520 Day, uh, so many organizations to celebrate. And I almost you know don't want to start naming because I'll leave somebody off 
that I don't, I don't want to leave off. But so many great organizations doing great things in the 520, uh, you know, uh, uh, partner on making this show happen. I think of FC Tucson. I think of Little Love Burger. I think of uh, Decibel Coffee Works and so many more. It's a joy to work with these organizations and to share uh, this platform with companies and people in Tucson that I get to know and to see and to meet who truly love this community uh, and are doing good by it. And, you know, we talk a lot about difficult issues. We talk about challenges and opportunities for the 520, for the Tucson region here on the program. Uh, But honestly, the more I get into the weeds, the more I get to work on things in this community, the more I am just... uh, 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 so excited and inspired, and I don't mean any of that in the woo five two zero day on the radio. I I I am inspired through the difficulties. I am inspired through the challenges by people who care about this community and want to make it work and want to see it better. And there's so there's so uh, many many people. Um, it, 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 it's kind of like yeast in a good way. You don't always see it. It's often the smallest piece of, you know, making a loaf of bread, but it's what makes the dream work, and it makes uh, what good things happen uh, in the end, and everything rises in the end. Um, and just appreciate so many people. The people uh, are what make the 520 really great. Uh, short first segment for me because we're going to have a lawn segment with Julie Sass here in uh, just a second as we go to our break from the Tucson Museum of Art. We're going to talk about their new exhibit, Brad Callhammer, 1159 to Tucson. We're going to talk about that, how you can visit it in a great institution in the 520 Tucson Museum of Art. Jim, spin us away. Let's go to our first break of the hour. When we come back, we'll talk with Julie Sass from the Tucson Museum of Art. Don't go anywhere. You're just getting started here on Tipping Point with Zach Yenser on 1030 The Voice. Radio by and for the people of Tucson. 1030 The Voice. Trusted local news and talk. Why I love where I live. It's a brand and movement that began here in Tucson to spark gratitude and celebrate the good things about where we live. Located in the open air Mercado San Agustin Annex, just west of downtown, it's a great place to shop or spend time with friends as you enjoy food, drink, and other shopping options close by. Find gifts, toys, books, and clothes that will help you celebrate where you live. Visit them at the Annex off the I-10 at Cushing and Avenida del Convento. Zach Yenzo here, and I'm so excited to be a part of the launch of the Little Love Burger as they're growing in Tucson. Located just a few hours down from the Rialto Theater, Little Love Burger serves up the juiciest scratch-made hamburgers, loaded hot dogs, have ice cream milkshakes, lovable local brews, and the most addictive breakfast sandwiches. Little Love Burger is open Sunday through Thursday, 11 to 9, and Friday and Saturday, 11 to 10. You can follow their beat on Instagram and Facebook at Little Love Burger Tucson. Don't you want some burger to love? Tucson homeowners, do you have equity in your home and would like to sell but are afraid that you won't be able to find a new place in this market? Well, you're not alone. That's why CNC Partners has put together an innovative way to make your next home dream come true. They work with local investors who can purchase your home for cash, pay above market value, waive the appraisal, and provide you with the option to lease your home back to you for 12 months until you can find a new home in the Tucson market. If you'd like to see what that cash offer might look like with no obligation, go to Tucson Cash Offer. 
1994, the University of Arizona took the bold step of acquiring an industrial park in southeastern Pima County and transforming it into a university research park. With over 25 years of success, Tech Parks Arizona continues to advance innovation. Whether it's the nearly 60 startups at the University of Arizona Center for Innovation or the new Tech Park at the Bridges currently under construction, they are integral in shaping the future of Southern Arizona. Tech Parks Arizona, moving innovation at the speed of business. Hi, this is Ethan Orr from the University of Arizona, where we apply science for sustainability and economic opportunity. At the Arizona Cooperative Extension, we focus on youth leadership, water conservation, and environmental health. If you'd like to find out more about urban agriculture, youth development, or creating a healthier environment, call me, Ethan Orr, at 520-621-0906, or visit us at extension.arizona.edu. With preseason and the season opener in the books, FC Tucson is looking forward to a great season, and John Perlman and his squad aren't slowing down. Join your FC Tucson soccer club Saturday, April 30th, May 7th, and May 20th for Let's Go 520 night, celebrating this great city. Get your season or game tickets at fctucson.com, and let's pack Kino Stadium this season. That's fctucson.com. When you manage your money with a credit union, you're taking true ownership of your finances and how your money impacts the community. Stop letting banking just happen to you. Bring your money home to Vantage West. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, this is Tom Sullivan. Join me weeknights from 7 to 10 for The Tom Sullivan Show on 1030 KVOI, The Voice. And we're back, Tucson, and all of Southern Arizona live here out of the Common Workspace Studios. You're listening to Tipping Point with Zach Yenser here on AM 1030 KVY The Voice. It is 520 day, celebrating on May 20th uh, this beautiful region that we call home. And we're getting to talk with some really great people and really great organizations that make Tucson what it is. One of those this morning uh, is the Tucson Museum of Art, one of Tucson's best institutions. Uh, Julie Sassi is here in studio with us for the next few minutes, chief curator of modern and contemporary art for the Tucson Museum of Art, talking about a, uh, a recently... Uh, stood up a recently launched exhibit 1159 to Tucson by artist Brad Kalhammer and uh, we're going to talk about that today for the next few minutes and how you can make your way down to the Tucson Museum of Art Julie it's good to see you again great to be here not your first time not your first time on the show but I love it here it's been a minute so thank you for being back on great so uh, so when did this exhibit open, uh, 1159 to Tucson? We'll talk about it in a second. Well, I think it's been open for, oh, my goodness, at least uh, sometime in March. It, okay. But it's open until September 25th, so there's lots okay. of time to see the show. Perfect. Sounds good. So, so who is Brad Kalhammer? Let's start there. Well, he's an American artist. Um, I've been following his work since 2006 when I show, saw his exhibition at the Scottsdale uh, Museum of Contemporary Art. Uh, he lives in Brooklyn, but he uh, has been spending a great deal of time now also in Mesa, Arizona. Okay. And what's special about him is, and 
this exhibition is that he was born in Tucson. So hmm. uh, when we um, ran into each other in 2016 and started talking about that, he said, I've always wanted to show at the Tucson Museum of Art because really that's my hometown. And he said, I'd love it if we could do a show where it was kind of a homecoming. And it was really exciting to, to come up with that project together. 1159 stands for the, the time that he was born in Tucson. I was going to ask, I, I couldn't, you know, it was like, you know, five whatever to Yuma or something. 310 three, to ten, Yuma. Three, there we go. Uh, obviously, I've watched the movie. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, what is 1159? So there we go. Right. Well, he was actually uh, born... Um, in Tucson, and his parents were indigenous, but he never, of course, because of ad- adoption rules, didn't know his tribe. So he never really mm. knew his origins, but he was adopted into a, a family with the uh, German heritage, okay. uh, Wisconsin people. I know them Is that well. the last it's, name? Uh, Is Kalhammer's German name, okay. right? And That's his adopted name. Yeah, and okay. he, the family was originally from Mayfield, which is sort of near the Horicon Marsh in, I think it's uh, east-central Wisconsin. But they they were living in Tucson, and uh, uh, he had a wonderful childhood here till about 11 years old. So he played in the desert, and his father was in construction. So, um, you know, he had materials. So he was making art objects, so to speak, as a little kid um, since he had, uh, you know, been a little child here. But when he was about 11, the family moved back to Wisconsin, and mm. that really changed his whole life. He said it was so cold there, he couldn't believe it. <laughs> uh, but he, as well as in Tucson, he hunted, he fished. Uh, his family you know, was very much in that ilk. Uh, I could relate my father. I was born in Wisconsin, and my father used to fish and hunt mm. and all that. So he got kind of a different perspective, but about his indigenous roots. He finally realized, I don't look like my family, um, Hmm. and I look like other indigenous people that he had seen Hmm. in town. So it was kind of an awakening in high school. Um, And what happened is, over time, he became interested in art and music, and he started to paint and draw and create art that addressed this kind of questioning of his roots. And so that's the genesis and the whole basis of his work is this idea of um, exploring all possible indigenous cultures as a way of uh, expressing that unknowingness about his mm. identity. That's amazing. The um, the uh, I was I was reading out loud to somebody the description of this. And I kept stumbling on because there was next to each other was autobiographical and quixotic. Mm-hmm. I actually learned for the first time how to say that word. Very full good. full <laughs> disclosure is I, you know, because I've seen Don Quixote, mm-hmm. and so I thought it was kind of similar. No, it's quixotic. Yes. What's quixotic about this journey? I think it's this. <laughs> well, it's sort of like a journey that you'll never find what you're looking for. Okay. In a way, it's sort of like a um, futile. Mm-hmm. Um, attempt to find mm-hmm. but what he did in the course of kind of looking for what are what is my family what is my roots uh he realized that the journey was more fruitful for him and mm-hmm. he decided that it isn't about finding his specific tribe he could probably mm-hmm. you know petition and and learn through sleuthing but it's more metaphorical it's uh, more about the idea of between all these tribal searchings he's finding new family, new friends, new uh, ways of seeing the world. So it's Hmm. more about the journey and less about what Hmm. you discover from it, other than what you discover about yourself as a human being and other people. Wow. 
So I, I think, and you've touched on this a little bit, his life, he really breaks into three um, realms that show up in his art. art. Uh, the first place is the indigenous heritage you mentioned. Mm-hmm. The second is this middle American upbringing in a white adoptive uh, German family in Wisconsin. And then the third place is that of being an artist and uh, and a musician. Right. How does this, uh, we're with Julie Saucy this morning, uh, the curator of modern contemporary art. How does this show up in the art? Yes. Can, what, 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 what can our listeners expect to see? Well, one of the key things is when he finished uh, his undergraduate degree at the University of Wisconsin, Oshkosh, he and a buddy thought, it's time to go to New York. We've got to go to the East Coast anyway. I think they intended to go to Boston, but their truck broke down. <laughs> but anyway, they ended up in New York, and his first job there was working for Topps Chewing Gum, hmm. Bazooka, all those things. Okay. And they were trying to upgrade and get a younger, new audience. So uh, they had hired a lot of the cartoon uh, artists of the day, um, and he worked with Art Spiegelman, the famous uh, cartoonist who had done the Mouse series uh, dealing with the Holocaust. Mm. It changed his world. I mean, he got a whole new group of artists and understanding about what art is. He started going to all the um, well-known alternative spaces, exit art, thread waxing, and started making art using detritus from Topps Chewing Gum, baseball and bubblegum trading cards, things like that. But he did them in patterns that reflected, say, indigenous textiles. So he Hmm. became part of an underground scene. He performed at CBGB. So he became like the hot new thing Hmm. um, in the 1980s into the 90s. So um, in a way, this was a great experience. So what you see in the show is a little mixture of everything, abstract expressionism, uh, spray paint, graffiti art, uh, collage elements that, say, tops over and over again, which is his roots, his sort of entree into New York. So it's an amalgamation of all of these things and then stylistic borrowings or appropriation, uh, openly artistically, um, of various uh, tribal uh, designs. So you're seeing this all together, so it's sort of pan-Indian, if you want to use that earlier term from the 80s, um, Hmm. and sort of a person of the world, borrowing from everything. That's amazing. It's quite exciting. So when you say say an exhibit, is this an interactive experience? Because I know there's some... You know, uh, I've been to the Tucson Museum of Art before, and I've seen other collections. It's kind of an individualized experience in a way. You can come in, take your time, you can walk through. Is this curated in any way in terms of the the experience of the ticket holder? Yes, it's a retrospective. So there's a little bit of uh, from each era of his work okay. uh, into current times, so something from, say, 2021. So uh, it is a wide array, so you can see... Not necessarily the evolution, because it's all mixed up. It's more, uh, you know, different walls, you'll discover different things. But I find that more exciting than just a chronology. Mm. Um, So it's not interactive in that there's nothing to touch, but there's a visual sensation, sculptures, uh, mixed-media works, uh, things that would be installation-oriented. So it's that kind of experience, um, but it's a visual feast by all means. Wow. That's, That's cool. So Brass Tacks, uh, Julie Sassi, again with us, the Chief Curator of Modern and Contemporary Art. We're talking 1159 to Tucson, 
by artist Brad Callhammer is uh, an exhibit that is available to be seen at the Tucson Museum of Art, 1159, being the time of birth. Yes. That was a big question of mine uh, that got answered. How can people uh, visit? I'm assuming they go to your website and get tickets. Absolutely. Okay. I think they like to see you know timing so that it's a good experience for sure, everyone. Sure. Um, we're open 10 to 5, and it's okay. Thursday through Sunday. Okay. We have first uh, Thursdays are... Uh, an evening hours as well as entertainment and various activities. Mm-hmm. Second Sundays are family days. So, mm-hmm. again, those are great interactive times with a lot more going on than just the exhibitions. We have a great new show of uh, Francisco Toledo that just opened up that Dr. Christopher Driggers uh, curated. Mm-hmm. It's a fabulous show. So there's lots to see at different times, um, but it's a, a wonderful time to come to the museum, nice and cool. That's great. <laughs> TucsonMuseumOfArt.org yes. is uh, is the website, and I'll just say, especially on the weekends, parking along the street is free in downtown Tucson, um, and so there's that option. And there's a parking lot just west of the museum that is also available, and north, and north. That's right, and then plenty of parking garages. So, um, any tips or tricks for? Uh, for folks coming in from the, you know, maybe north or east on how to get there the easiest way? Well, I'm a big fan of Google Maps. <laughs> I think that's the best thing to do because <laughs> I actually kind of go by sight anymore. Okay. Um, but I would say we have a fabulous cafe with the best desserts on earth. Mm. So add a little extra time to have lunch because uh, it makes for a very rich experience. Very cool. Yeah, very easy to get to get downtown these days. Lots of Lots of parking. Uh, on the Tucson Museum of Art side, and I know we gotta cut you cut you both loose in a couple in in two minutes. Um, but well, we'd certainly love to see you know probably more city, county, regional investment into the Tucson Museum of Art. The TMA is still very much a community funded, supported, attended institution. Yes, we're There's, a private nonprofit, yes. so we have to raise the full budget That's every right. year. There's no guarantees. It's grants. It's individuals. But, you know, we that's very important, and we need that. Mm-hmm. But we need bodies. We yes. want people to see this as their museum. Yes. And I think that we have a stellar record of embracing area artists, embracing the Southwest, and finding relevance in our community to what we show. So you're always able to learn something new and expand your knowledge of art from around the world. Mm-hmm. But we focus on art of this region mm-hmm. and our diverse and uh, wonderful cultures that are here. I love it. Julie Stasi from the Tucson Museum of Art, Chief Curator of Modern and Contemporary Art, with us on this 520 Friday to talk about 1159 to Tucson by artist Brad Callhammer uh, at the Tucson Museum of Art. Julie, always good to see you. Thanks for coming in on this Friday and Hope many of our listeners come and see you this weekend. It's a pleasure. When we come back after bottom of the hour news, uh, the great equalizer, the great unifier in American life. I'll tell you what that is in a brief segment from me. And then Crystal Popov will come on to talk about the incubator for retail businesses in downtown Tucson that she's developing. I'm excited for that conversation, too. We'll be right back here on 1030 The Voice. Tipping Point returns in just a minute.
Why I love where I live. It's a brand and movement that began here in Tucson to spark gratitude and celebrate the good things about where we live. Located in the open air Mercado San Agustin Annex, just west of downtown, it's a great place to shop or spend time with friends as you enjoy food, drink, and other shopping options close by. Find gifts, toys, books, and clothes that will help you celebrate where you live. Visit them at the Annex off the I-10 at Cushing and Avenida del Convento. With preseason and the season opener in the books, FC Tucson is looking forward to a great season, and John Perlman and his squad aren't slowing down. Join your FC Tucson soccer club Saturday, April 30th, May 7th, and May 20th for Let's Go 520 night, celebrating this great city. Get your season or game tickets at fctucson.com, and let's pack Kino Stadium this season. That's fctucson.com. Tucson homeowners, do you have equity in your home and would like to sell but are afraid that you won't be able to find a new place in this market? Well, you're not alone. That's why CNC Partners has put together an innovative way to make your next home dream come true. They work with local investors who can purchase your home for cash, pay above market value, waive the appraisal, and provide you with the option to lease your home back to you for 12 months until you can find a new home in the Tucson market. If you'd like to see what that cash offer might look like with no obligation, go to Tucson Cash Offer. When you manage your money with a credit union, you're taking true ownership of your finances and how your money impacts the community. Stop letting banking just happen to you. Bring your money home to Vantage West. Federally insured by NCUA. Helping you make better money decisions is what the Ramsey Show is all about. Today at 1 p.m. on 1030 The Voice. And we're back, Tucson, and all of Southern Arizona. Good morning to you. Welcome live out of the Common Workspace Studios. You're listening to Tipping Point with Zach Yenser on AM 1030. KVOI, the voice, daily in-depth news, conversation, and talk about the people, ideas, and issues shaping Tucson's future. If you're just joining us, welcome on in. It is 5-2-0 day. Of course, that means May 20th. But we celebrate May 20th uh, because it is 5-2-0. We live in the 5-2-0 area code and uh, we're celebrating some great people some great organizations some good things in tucson it's a beautiful day here in the 520 we just said goodbye to uh, julie saucy the chief curator of modern and contemporary art uh, at the tucson museum of art talking about their new exhibit 1159 to tucson by artist brad callhammer now, up ahead, Crystal Popov will be with us in the fourth segment. Uh, she is heading up a new incubator in downtown Tucson, giving new retail businesses a start, a trial to succeed over the long haul. I'm looking forward to that conversation. Before we jump back in, a few words from me. This segment is sponsored uh, in part uh, by Decibel Coffee Works, the coffee that the Yensers drink at home and while we're out and about, run by a great local team of people who care about the Tucson community. You'll find a variety of great coffee drinks, beans, pastries, and more. Uh, visit their location at 267 South Avenida del Convento uh, and mention you heard about them on Tipping Point with Zach Yenser for a 10, for 10% off your next order on anything you buy. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about, in this segment, uh, the great equalizer, the great unifier, in American life today, America seems so divided, and and, and seeing the world in in different ways. Uh, but I want to tell you the great equalizer 
and the great unifier in American life. Uh, and there was a piece that came out. Um, uh, uh, Biden approval dips to lowest of presidency. This was an AP poll. Uh, the results just uh, came out. Uh, uh, only 39% of U.S. adults approve of Joe Biden's performance as president. Only about 2 in 10 adults say the United States is heading in the right direction or the economy is good. That is down from 3 in 10 just a month ago. Those drops were concentrated among Democrats with just 33% within the president's party saying the country is headed in the right direction. That is down from 49% in April. Now, the findings uh, reflect a widespread sense of exasperation uh, for many different reasons that, that, that crossed the aisle. But a couple of things stood out to me. Uh, and, and by the way, uh, this is not intended to be a red versus blue, blue versus red. This is not designed to be a conversation of politics or partisanship. But what these polls show is that even among Democratic voters... Uh, who voted for President Joe Biden, and, and Republican voters who probably didn't vote for President Joe Biden. There is a frustration with uh, inflation, a frustration with the economy, a frustration of not being able to afford the cost of living, a frustration with quality of life, a frustration with affordability. And I always point these stories back to, I think, my lens that defines how I look at issues. I call it the scorecard. Frequent listeners of the show will know it well. Joe and Jane, no matter who they pulled the lever for in 2020, no matter who they pulled the level for in 2022 or in 2024, are making decisions, are ultimately voting, are, are filling out polls, are responding to the world around them through the lens of affordability opportunity, quality of life. Affordability, opportunity, quality of life. The, this, this poll talks to a guy by the name of Manny Morales, uh, a technician in Illinois, uh, a, a, a 58-year-old Democrat, who was saying, look, I understand the need for the stimulus checks. It helped a lot of people, but people didn't want to get back to work. In his view... Uh, and he's concerned about what the future looks like. Only 38% of Americans back Joe Biden on immigration. Morales is disappointed at the scenes of, uh, uh, of, uh, of people coming and, and crossing the southern border at the rate that they are and worries about the border. A young mom uh, says, it's hard for me uh, uh, to, to live. I had to move with my husband into my parents' house to raise our infant son. I'm a 29-year-old high school counselor in Santa Monica, California. I don't, quote, know how much worse it can get. And again, please hear me. This is not, some of you would like this for this to be a partisan conversation. Some of you, uh, this is making uh, uncomfortable. But I want to tell you that my intent here uh, is not partisanship. My intent is to say that the great equalizer... The great unifier in American life is that people want affordability, opportunity, and quality of life. And they expect it whether their leadership is Republican or Democrat. 
And in this divided country where it seems like both parties can tend to gaslight you and me, it's regular people who will start to show their frustration when affordability, opportunity, and quality of life isn't happening. That should be an encouragement to you. That should be an encouragement to all of us. It's the great equalizer, the great unifier in American life. When we come back, uh, Crystal Popov will be with us. She is going to talk about an incubator in downtown Tucson to help new retail companies get started. We'll be right back here on Tipping Point. From Oral Valley to Vail and everywhere in between, 1030 The Voice, trusted local news and talk. In 1994, the University of Arizona took the bold step of acquiring an industrial park in southeastern Pima County and transforming it into a university research park. With over 25 years of success, Tech Parks Arizona continues to advance innovation. Whether it's the nearly 60 startups at the University of Arizona Center for Innovation or the new Tech Park at the Bridges currently under construction, they are integral in shaping the future of Southern Arizona. Tech Parks Arizona, moving innovation at the speed of business. Zach Yenser here, host of Tipping Point, and I want to tell you that Decibel Coffee Works is the coffee we drink at home and while we're out and about. Run by a great local team of people who care about the Tucson community, you'll find a variety of great coffee drinks, beans, pastries, and more. There's also a rumor ice cream is on its way in 2022. To see their full menu and varieties of roasted beans from around the world, visit DecibelCoffeeWorks.com and visit them at 267 South Avenida del Convento. Mention you heard about them on Tipping Point with Zach Yenser for 10% off your next order on anything you buy. The economy is moving forward, and Arizona businesses are looking at new opportunities and challenges as we emerge from COVID-19. Leading companies are planning how to respond to new business and rebuild their teams and are looking for critical talent now. The right talent in key positions will make all the difference, and having a trusted and dedicated talent acquisition partner will give you an edge. Devin and her team at Talent Store will connect you with top talent while positively impacting time to hire, retention, and your employer brand. Learn more by visiting yourtalentstore.com and schedule time with Devin and her team. Do you have questions about money, career, or relationships? Are you not sure how to make progress on your goals? We're here to help. The Ramsey Show is a caller-driven show where we'll give you a practical, clear path to win with money and we'll give you hope in all areas of your life. The Ramsey Show, weekdays from 1 to 4 on 1030 The Voice. Tucson's trusted local news and talk. Hi, this is Ethan Orr from the University of Arizona, where we apply science for sustainability and economic opportunity. At the Arizona Cooperative Extension, we focus on youth leadership, water conservation, and environmental health. If you'd like to find out more about urban agriculture, youth development, or creating a healthier environment, call me, Ethan Orr, at 520-621-0906, or visit us at extension.arizona.edu. Zach Yenser here, and I'm so excited to be a part of the launch of the Little Love Burger as they're growing in Tucson. Located just a few hours down from the Rialto Theater, Little Love Burger serves up the juiciest scratch-made hamburgers, loaded hot dogs, have ice cream milkshakes, lovable local brews, and the most addictive breakfast sandwiches. Little Love Burger is open Sunday through Thursday, 11 to 9, and Friday and Saturday, 11 to 10. You can follow their beat on Instagram and Facebook at Little Love Burger Tucson. Don't you want some burger to love? This is Bill Buckmaster. Join us for the Buckmaster Show at noon on 1030, Tucson's Voice for Trusted News Talk. 
And we're back, Tucson, and all of Southern Arizona Life. You're out of the Common Workspace Studios. You're listening to Tipping Point with Zach Yenster on AM 1030 KVOI, The Voice, daily in-depth news, conversation, and talk about the people, ideas, and issues shaping Tucson's future. It is 520 day. Friday is usually good enough, but today is a special day. It is 520 day, of course, May 20th, but it's a, it's a day that we can celebrate the area code that we live in, and we've been talking with some great uh, local people and organizations on this 520 day. I'm looking forward to our conversation to close out our drive time hour this Friday morning uh, with Crystal Popov uh, talking about an exciting new uh, venture to give local and online retailers a chance to uh, test out the downtown scene without committing to a long-term lease. Uh, And this conversation is brought to us by our great partners over at Vantage West Credit Union, um, a series that we've been doing with them for a while, encouraging all of you listening to be essential customers. We know what essential workers means from COVID, uh, but it's up to you and I to patronize, support, get behind the people and companies that make this community great that we want to see stick around. And so we definitely encourage you from this conversation uh, to support uh, the great work in many different areas that uh, Crystal Popov is doing, thanks to our partners at Vantage West Credit Union. Crystal, great to see you in studio. How are you? Oh, we're doing great. I was just, you know, thinking about Tucson and downtown, and mm-hmm. I'm just feeling such a great momentum mm. in especially business owners in Tucson right now. And I, I feel like summer is a little bit starting, but it is. we haven't felt the slowdown. I That's mean, there's great. just momentum. People are moving. It's just so good to feel. That's great. Uh, so who is Crystal Popov? Let's start there, and we'll talk about the the reason you're here today. But who are you? Yeah, I was born in Tucson. Um, are to, you? Yeah, I'm a native Tucsonan. Wow. I'm born on the east side. My mom owns Valley Oasis Pools. She's a business owner, so I yes. got to watch her. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I know the brand. I didn't know that you were the yeah. daughter of the person. Yeah, Kathleen. <laughs> yeah. So I got to watch entrepreneurship at, okay. a, at a young age, which is amazing. And... Um, I um, graduated from U of A in okay. 2004, you so Saguaro High School, U of A you grad. You are a born and bred Tucson. No, I love Tucson. I love Tucson and uh, went into the field of engineering. So I worked in Phoenix for seven years. I'm an engineer by schooling. I know you may, ne- you may not have known this. Um, yes, I am a spreadsheet math nerd. What? Yeah. <laughs> so give me an idea, and I'm going to chart it out on a spreadsheet for you. Okay. Um, but uh, moved to Phoenix, tested Phoenix for a little bit, um, went to Chicago for a couple years, met my husband. We got married. Mm-hmm. I got pregnant, and we thought, let's go back. So as Tucson does a lot of time, it's like the magnet. We all come back. So it's it great. It is a magnet. Yeah. I like that word better. I call it a black hole, <laughs> but in the, in the most positive sense. I don't yeah. mean it in a negative way, but people, people do either say, I'm going to be in Tucson for two or three years, and then I'm out. Or they would like to be out for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but Tucson keeps pulling you back in. It's this weirdest thing where you just can't leave. It's a tight knit community, it is. and I'll tell you, I've, I've lived several several places now, and people just smile here more. Hmm. And um, yeah, I love it. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you you have. Um, uh, a family that's growing in Tucson. I, I appreciate your parenting posts. Thank because you. Because I think you and I are in a little bit similar season of life. Totally. Where, yeah. Yeah. Like littles, like six, four, and one. Yes, right we're there. Yep. Yep. I've got I've got three, five, and under. So we're like a year behind you guys. Yep. It's a uh, it's a uh, you're in it. We're in it. 
<laughs> we're in it. And you're starting multiple businesses, and yeah, yep, it's fun. I feel it. Um, uh, you you have uh, multiple things going on downtown. Yes. What's your What's your main business venture before the one we're going to talk about yeah. today? Yeah. Okay. So I opened up um, the L offices, which is co working event space. Um, okay. In the middle of the pandemic, which was uh, not the plan, mm-hmm. but it happened. Um, yeah, so- the hardest time to open a mm-hmm. open space, working mm-hmm. space, is when people are told not to go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. like everyone's home, and I'm like, come, right. go work. <laughs> like, we don't want you home. We want you here, but people are yeah. telling me to be home. Yeah, yeah come, and, and we're like really built for the social entrepreneur. Like our kitchen's right. right in the middle. We have a gym in there. We have T-Town Boxing, and we have a, a barber shop. So we're like lively in that co-working space so mm-hmm. you're going to meet people you're going to mingle mm-hmm. um, and, and the reason I designed it in the layout that I designed it is because I truly believe every business owner or every inspiring business owner is one connection away from a breakthrough one connection Correct. it's happened to me yep. it's happened to several people and it's hard to connect when you're in your living room Yes. And so that one connection is out mingle, meet, yes. feel go and you get you get the right people, right? Yes. So yes, so I've been in co-working space. I just opened another location at River and Campbell. It's another fifteen thousand square feet. It's got a beautiful event space, views. Um, they both have a wellness aspect, so they have mm-hmm. the gym in, in, in integrated in it. We mm-hmm. bring in wellness. We bring an F forty five up north. Um, so yeah, so lots of cool things there. Um, but. I'd love to chat about my newest venture downtown. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm, I'm intentionally leading on a yeah, path because I think that I wanted to ask you about yeah. the L. Okay, because I do think in my mind it yeah. leads to what we're talking about today, which is Fifth Avenue pop up. It's yep. kind of the the dubbed name. It may change. Yep. Um, but you have had the experience over the last couple of years at L of giving new retail companies kind of a space to start. Um, there's been, I, I remember, like a jewelry place. There's mm-hmm. been a barber shop. Mm-hmm. Um, for new retail companies mm-hmm. wanting to move into downtown Tucson, I feel like the risk is higher mm-hmm. um, because you know I think the rents are probably higher, and you got to navigate how to get traffic coming in. Mm-hmm. It's tough. So Fifth Avenue Pop Up is your new endeavor mm-hmm. uh, to provide a um, a retail space for local and online retailers to to test drive mm-hmm. the downtown scene without committing to a long term lease. Yes, so that is why you're here. So tell me more about that. Okay, so we partnered with Love Block Partners. Yeah. Um, Little Love Burger is a partner of this show. Yes. And Shout Rialto. out Nick Fox and team. Yeah, Nick Fox and team. I know they've been great. And Scott and uh, everyone there has been great. Um, and we the, the concept came because we did. We had some retail. We had a boutique in the L offices. And we're upstairs in the old Chicago music store. So we had no foot traffic. But mm. she still did decent, hmm. um, Annette Martin. And she started and, and gave us the idea while we were having no one co-work. I used to be an online retailer. So... Wow. In intertwined in engineering, I did. I tested some affiliate programs with with um, direct sales, and then I opened my own online vitamin C for kids, right? A formula that I love. Um, but man, building an online business mm. right now is so competitive. Where do you put your money? And so, what was important? Um, people trying to shift online when COVID hit, but these retailers were were drowning. They just wow. th- they couldn't get these things sold. Like some items, you just need to see and feel. And so we opened up. We have a, a large space. We opened up um, some movement through there, and retailers came in, and it was a massive success. But once my office space filled up, I want a space. I still wanted space for these people. So mm-hmm. that's how this was born. Um, and then yeah, and t- tell me if I if if you need a break, but. Um, 
So we are opening, I believe, in the best corner for retail, which is right on 5th and Congress. So across from Hotel Congress, mm-hmm. adjacent to Playground right there. Playground's going to be opening up maybe in the year, maybe the beginning of the next year. So um, we'll see how that goes. But this space, it was uh, it was an old restaurant and an old co-working actually downstairs. I'm taking over both those spaces. No, they oh, have yes, and they have a patio that's beautiful. Oh, the patio Well, I used I used to work out of Connect co-working. Yeah, that was my intro to co-working in Tucson. Yes, was back in 2013, 2014. Yes, and then Connect co-working had to close. Yeah, kind of spawned. You know, a few different co-working Common spots. And, and L and exactly, yeah, but it's yeah. a beautiful corner, and I, I missed having it be there because like proper was great it was a great restaurant right. there on the corner and that kind of went away no i know not anymore tomorrow. though no and we're, we're going to do some yes. really cool things <laughs> in this so retailers out there that have an online shop and they're like you know i'd like to go to a boutique i'd like to open up somewhere i'm scared of the long-term lease right mm. i don't know how well i'm gonna do and number one when you have a retail shop open you have to open all hours so this pop-up is going to be very unique in that we're only opening hours of high traffic downtown hmm. so initially we think that's thursday evening friday evening right. saturday midday sunday midday those are the high traffic times right now if we feel like they would do well in other nights, we will do we'll open then. But why be open on Monday midday when you have no foot traffic and you're just you're, you're paying for someone mm-hmm. to be in the space? You're That's paying right. an employee and you're draining funds. So this is going to be open during high um, foot traffic times, which is so important. Mm-hmm. But also, we are going to do things to drive people into these shops. We're going to have a wine bar in the middle. Our goal is to get vineyards to come in and sponsor the night and they can they can sell bottles of wine they can do wine tasting they can just grab a drink if someone wants something other than wine they can go on the patio order from love burger and walk through the shops while they're having a cocktail and then i want to bring in nonprofits. so you have a nonprofit. um you're looking to raise funds we block an hour for Mm. you we sell tickets for you people buy the tickets they may get food drinks with those tickets and then a discount to all the shops so they can come it. in for that hour. We drive people in. They get a little discount, and we have um, and we have a big party, and we we, we we let people uh, spend money locally. That is so cool. I love the concept, and apparently so did Rio Nuevo. Rio Nuevo is uh, participating in your startup to help other startups. Yes, I'm so, so grateful. Shout out to them. Yes, yeah. very grateful. Yeah, and I think they have an incentive, too, to get more successful companies going, who I think the dream of everybody, right, is some of those retail and online retailer pop-ups will maybe say, hey, maybe I can go down the street on Congress and fill that storefront. Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, we're kind of, same with co-working. I've had people move into my co-working space and they may be a startup or they may just be one or two people. And all of a sudden they're like, man, we're outgrowing this. That's and I'm great. like, good for you. That means you, you, you have a successful product, a successful business. Mm-hmm. Go, right? do your thing grow bigger Mm -hmm. and i think the same thing is going to happen for these retailers they may be someone online that's selling cutting boards or you know something and then they come down and then they're a massive success they know they can drive the clientele and then they go and open up permanently so i love that we give the entrepreneur that flexibility of month-to-month lease Mm -hmm. pop-up and and by pop-up though it's 
let, let me clarify. Yeah. It's not going to be that you're going to be coming in and popping up and bringing it down the next day. Right. These are going to be retailers that have committed for at least the month. You know, we'd like everyone to commit for three months, mm-hmm. but at least the month. And what Rio Nuevo has done is sometimes it's expensive to design and really build out an attractive Correct. retail space. It's got to have a flair. Let's bring Correct. in some of your colors. Like, what do you want it to look like? And Rio Nuevo, you know, we've said we want mid to high, higher end retail, you know, Tucson mid to high end. And, but we want these little, which is different than New York mid to high end, right? But we want these retail shops within the space to look good and to feel good. And so being able to fund Mm -hmm. a big portion of their design and their build out is going to be massive for them and also great for the space. So it feels good. So it's a win-win all around. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for uh, jumping into this and making this Mm -hmm. happen. I think these incubators are so are so critical mm-hmm. and, and, and and i'll just selfishly say that my hope is that some of these retailers are going to be retailers that can provide full family services in the downtown area i tell people this all the time i talk to my neighbors i'm i'm over on the west side yeah. of a downtown adjacent neighborhood yeah and neighbors in their 50s 60s 70s will tell me about when they would walk from my neighborhood to Tucson High for school. Mm-hmm. They'd come back and they'd do their shopping for clothes. Mm-hmm. They'd go to the pharmacy. You know, They'd pick up a food order and they'd go home. Yeah. That's not the downtown we have today. No, um, Downtown is not full family, full service. Mm-hmm. And my hunch is that those businesses, your business, Crystal, mm-hmm. downtown will not thrive until it is not just a Thursday to Sunday tourist location, but a full family, full service ecosystem yeah. uh, in the heart of our city. And I really do think what you're doing is a huge piece of that puzzle. That's my hope. You know, it's interesting. One of the first <laughs> um, retailers that have filled out an application is kids, like really cool kids, crayons and bags. And it's like yeah. stuff for kids. Yeah. And so you just gave me an idea. Maybe we do like Tuesday kids night at the retail it. or something. I, I don't it. know. We should I do something like and that. And Crystal, it was fascinating to me. I know we got to go. I could talk yeah. for you for another hour. I had people say, how do we get people come down to downtown? Mm-hmm. I was like, why are we using that language? There's literally tens of thousands of people who live a block from your new spot. Yep. If they're not using downtown, we need to be asking that question. And they have kids and they have families and yes. kids are moving into these neighborhoods. Yes. We need that kind of stuff. Yes. And I think you're going to bring it in. Crystal, this is not the last time we'll have you on the show. This has been such a blast. If people are listening, they go, I want to be a pop-up incubatee in your spot. Mm-hmm. How can people get a hold of you? Yeah, if you just go to the lofficescom slash retail, um, you can fill out an application. Right now, um, you'll you'll enter their, your information. We'll send you an email. App, the official application process opens next week, and then we will have wow. the first round of selections mid-July. So we're re- really excited about it. I love it. Well, Crystal Popov, uh, again, thanks for being with us on a Friday to end the week. Uh, dubbed Fifth Avenue Pop-Up, Our conversation today has been about that uh, corner of Congress and Fifth Avenue opening in September, giving local and online retailers a chance to test drive the downtown scene without committing to a long-term lease. Crystal, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks. And a great weekend to you all listening. We'll be back on Monday. Stay cool out there. Stay safe out there. Enjoy the weekend. Happy 520 Day Tucson. That's it from us here for Tipping Point on AM 1030 KVY The Voice.